Hello, hello. I'm Michelle Archibald, and this is I'm Doing My Fucking Best, a mental health podcast for anyone and everyone. Today we are discussing emotional regulation and some coping skills for when your emotions become too distressful and overwhelming. This is a major part of DBT, dialectic behavioral therapy, but it applies to everyday life situations that are difficult, whether you have a mental illness or not. So first, why do we have emotions? Emotions can give us information about a situation or the surrounding environment. They can be alarms or signals to tell your body you are in danger. However, emotions are not always accurate with regards to reality and with what is actually happening. Sometimes we treat our emotions as facts about the world, and the stronger the emotion, the more we believe that the emotion is based on fact. This can get us into trouble if we act on our emotions when they are not accurately representing reality. That being said, it is important not to judge our reaction and label them as good or bad. Judge our emotions or label them as good or bad. There is no such thing as a bad emotion, but they can be uncomfortable, painful, and not so fun to deal with. The key is to acknowledge your emotions and not suppress or avoid them, as this will lead to an uncomfortable buildup and what DBT calls emotional suffering. The goal of this DBT skill that we're learning today is to reduce your emotional suffering and manage these emotions when they start to overwhelm you. So the first step in reducing suffering is to try to change your emotional response. So we're not going to ignore our emotions, we're going to acknowledge them and then do something about it to make them feel better. We can do this by checking the facts. Does your emotional reaction fit the facts of the situation? We can actually change our emotions by checking the facts and practicing thinking of all other possible interpretations of the situation and trying to really figure out what's going on in reality. Try to look at all sides and points of views. So what do we do if our emotion or the intensity of our emotion does not fit the facts? This is where we implement a skill called opposite action. We can change our emotion by acting opposite to what we would normally react with. For example, if you are angry, your typical reaction may be to attack or insult the other person. Instead, gently avoid the situation or person and try to be nice. Remember you care about the other person and you do not want to hurt them just because you are reacting on your emotion off the cuff. Other examples include sadness and fear. When we are sad, we tend to isolate or withdraw. The opposite action would be to get active and socialize. With fear, we tend to run away or avoid. Opposite action would have us face these fears or the anxiety-provoking situation and not run away. You want to repeat these opposite actions until your emotion changes to a preferred or more comfortable emotion. Try to imagine the negative consequences of acting on your emotions versus the positive consequences of doing opposite action and stepping away from the situation. So what if our emotions and the intensity do fit the facts? This is where problem solving comes in. There is a solution to everything, whether it is physical or emotional. The key is to do this effectively. What we mean by effectively is that you are not being reactive and you are thinking with your logical, rational mind, as well as acknowledging your emotional mind. So ineffective would be reacting right away off of your emotions and not thinking through the situation. Making a pros and cons list can be really helpful in this situation. So that's all great. But what happens when our emotions are so intense it feels overwhelming and like you just cannot take it? This is when we move into distress tolerance skills. When your emotions are so high you can't calm yourself or distract yourself from the situation. We call this a crisis and use crisis survival skills. To go more into what a crisis is, 
It occurs when one, you have intense pain that cannot be helped quickly and or two, you want to act on your emotions, but it will only make things worse and or three, you are extremely overwhelmed, but the problem cannot be solved right away. In this case, we use something called the tip skills to actually change your body chemistry that is related to the anxiety or anger or sadness you are feeling. By calming down your body, it can calm down your emotions and thoughts. So we're kind of tricking ourselves into thinking that this isn't as bad as we initially thought because our body is not reacting to it as it was before. This is called a bottom-up approach where we're changing our body to change our thoughts. The previous skills we talked about are a top-down approach where we are changing our thoughts about the situation in order to calm our bodies down. With practice, using both approaches can be very, very helpful. So back to the tip skills, what are they? So the T stands for tipping the temperature, I for intense exercise, and P for paced breathing. I use all three of these a lot and all of them have worked well for me. That isn't to say it gets rid of the emotion, but it makes the emotion manageable and less intense. Tipping the temperature involves putting your face into a bowl of cold water, but make sure it's not too cold, and holding your breath. Try to hold your breath for 30 seconds while your head is under the water. If you can't, that's fine. Just keep repeating for as long as you can each time. So hold it as long as you can, come back up for a breath, do it again. What this does, it tells your body that you are diving underwater and initiates a quote-unquote dive response to occur. Your heart slows down and your body systems calm down, and this can actually help regulate your emotions. So we're calming your body down in order to kind of trick your brain into thinking, okay, it's not so bad. Two other options if you don't have access to a bowl of cold water is to put a Ziploc bag of ice or a cold washcloth over your eyes and cheeks. And make sure you hold your breath too when you're doing this. Also, holding ice in your hands can help as well. Just make sure you wrap the ice so you don't burn your hands. All right, then we have I for intense exercise. So intense exercise will like kind of tire the emotion out of you and drain the high intensity of the emotion out. Even if you only exercise for a short while, this can help. You can also just walk fast or do jumping jacks in place if you don't have time to go out. One thing to remember is that this will raise your heart rate, while tipping the temperature will slow your heart rate. So do not use both of these skills at the same time, because that will stress your heart out. Then we have P for paced breathing. You can do this anywhere and it will help slow down your breathing and calm your body down. When we are in states of high emotional arousal, we tend to not breathe in fully or we breathe in a shallow and fast way, which signals your brain that you are stressed or anxious. So for paced breathing, you're going to breathe in for four to six seconds into your belly, not into your chest where it usually gets quote unquote like stuck when you are emotional. Then you're going to breathe out more slowly than you breathed in. So for about seven to nine seconds, do this five times in a row. You can continue to repeat this paced breathing pattern, but give yourself a break in between every five breaths or so. I have noticed I can get dizzy if I breathe like this for 10 times in a row or more. So I do five, then I kind of rest for a minute, and then I do five more. And to help with this, I have one of those breathing necklaces that it's basically like a small metal straw, and you breathe out into it. And because it's so narrow, it helps slow down your breathing. It's worked really well for me personally, and it's something you can carry around with you. 
All right. And then other than the tip skills, another thing that has helped me is reaching out to friends and family. And I think this is a very underrated skill. If you're experiencing emotions that are so high you can't take it, please reach out to someone. Just talking about it and feeling heard by people you care about will help. And if you are feeling so overwhelmed you want to hurt yourself, please, please, please reach out for help or call 911. Your emotions will change eventually, but in the moment, if it feels so unbearable you can't wait, reach out to people, go to the hospital, go to someone's house so you're not alone. When I was really overwhelmed and I thought I wasn't going to get through this, I spent several days at my friend's house and my mom came up to stay with me. It got me through that horrible time, my emotions have changed, and now I am glad I made it. There is always a solution to everything, whether it is physical or emotional, and everyone has these moments because life is hard, and so the best we could do is help each other out. I hope that this has helped you understand your emotions better and given you some skills on how to deal with them when they are overwhelming. Try the tip skills, they really do work. Again, this all takes practice and can be frustrating, but it can really help in the long run. And for today's quote, the nicest thing about the rain is that it always stops. Thanks for listening and see you next time.